Hello everyone and welcome to Plugging In. My name is Angelina Liu and I am a senior and the editor-in-chief of The Sidekick. College essays are an important part of every student's college application and writing one can be challenging, especially when you don't know where to start. Today, I will be talking to Coppell High School IB English teacher, Mr. Orlop, to gain insight on the several facets of writing a college essay. Hi, I'm Richard Orlop. I teach uh, senior IB at Coppell High School. All right. So what can students do to begin their college essay? Well, this is going to sound kind of reductive, but beginning it is the first thing they should do. Uh, The biggest problem I see with a lot of my seniors is they don't know what to do. So they procrastinate. They put it off. They don't think about it at all. And that just makes it harder and harder as that deadline approaches. So even if they just start with brainstorming, what are moments in my life or do some of the activities that I do in class, like looking through your values, uh, thinking of objects that are meaningful to you, all of these things to give an idea of a starting point for their writing. All right. And could you delve a little bit more into what the writing process should look like? Sure. Uh, I think the key word in what you just said is process. The biggest problem I think a lot of people have is the aforementioned putting it off. And then they just end up hurriedly late at night writing one draft and that's what they're gonna send in. And ideally, what you'd be doing is doing that brainstorming I talked about, writing a draft, showing it to people, working on it, and by the time you're actually sending it off, maybe it's your fifth, maybe it's your sixth draft, multiple people have looked at it, you've looked at it, it has zero mistakes in it, and it really communicates what you want it to communicate. That is great advice. And so how can, students avoid comparison with other students about their essay. I know you talked about sharing with their peers, but sometimes that may cause some sort of comparisons and competition. Well, uh, I think the key is to find um, your unique story. And uh, it's it's like my old uh, cross-country coach used to tell us, just run your race. Because sometimes in the middle of a race, three, four, five people run past you. And you're like, oh, dear God, I I have to hurry because they're ahead of me. But it's a long race and sometimes they fall back. And and if you just run your race, you'll end up passing them. So you want to write an essay that's particular to you, even if you and your friends are all, say, writing about the same exact topic. Maybe you all went through the same experience um, in some organization or or a dance troupe. But you're going to have a different view on it. Uh, You're going to have a different voice when you write it. So don't worry so much about other people. Yeah. And I noticed that like when you're reading college essays, we all know the very famous Costco essay. And I think that's inspired a lot of copycats to where it's like, I love Taco Bell. I love McDonald's. I just something random so that they can like kind of have that like, I don't know, shock value and make people want to like read to their essay. So would you encourage students to kind of do something like that? Well, I do think it's a good idea to look at uh, really well-written essays, but then um, what you want to do is, is look for structure or idea, not just try to, to make a knockoff version of that essay because it's not going to be good. One of uh, the reasons the Costco essay worked so well uh, for that writer is it fit her personality. So you have to write to your personality. So if you read a college essay that was just hilarious, it was so funny. And then you sat down and you were like, I'm going to write a hilarious essay. But you're more of a serious person. You're not funny. It's not going to work out well for you. So write to your strengths. Um, Certainly you can look at small details in an essay. Okay, they use a lot of sensory details. 
Um, they give specific examples. Oh, I liked the way they included uh, internal dialogue, so I knew what they were thinking. Those are the type of things that you might use in your own, but don't, you know, whole cloth copy a structure. And how much of yourself should you share with the college admissions person, the person who reads your essay? Well, that's really a personal decision because I always tell people, because sometimes you feel like, okay, I have to go to the most, uh, you know, traumatic or, or dark or this moment in my life because that's really going to get their attention and they'll like it. But A, it might not be that you're ready to talk about this moment or, you know, revisiting this moment may take such an emotional toll on you. Maybe it's not worth it for a college essay. Um, so certainly you want to reveal something about yourself, get yourself across, but um, only as much as you're you're comfortable with um, and, and you're ready to uh, dive into again. Um, I know a lot of times the way they write the prompts, they kind of beg you to, you know, it'll, it'll be like, oh, a time you were challenged or a difficult thing you went through. But that doesn't always necessarily mean like the most difficult thing you ever went through. Uh, a lot of like difficult things that we go through perhaps aren't as intensely personal as others, uh, but they still reflect on your personality. All right. And going back to when you said like discovering your personal voice, can you go a little bit more into detail about what you have your IB students doing in class? Okay. So one of the things um, about finding your writing voice is that it's difficult. And normally at the beginning, you find your voice by copying other voices. Um, so um, often it's a good idea to read another writer's work and see the way they craft their sentences, see the way they get their ideas across, and then try to figure out, okay, what's the technique they use? And then how can I put that in my own writing? And then everyone ends up finding their own tricks that they lean on and that work really well for them. Uh, I've always been a fan of the really long sentence followed by a short sentence after because it uh, it just kind of always uh, has that punch to it. Uh, my journalism professor in college started calling those uh, Orlop intros because I just leaned on them so much, but I always like the effect. And so you want to find the little things that communicate uh, your personal style and also part of your personality. Like I said, some people are funny and that is a part of their writing and they write funny. Some people are just dead serious. So you gotta find your voice and try to get that across. And that's the difference between an essay that someone reads and kind of can picture the person and an essay they read and it sounds just like a hundred other ones that they've already read. Yeah, and so once a student finishes their essay, what should the revision and editing process look like? Who should be looking at their essays? Well, now that's that's a tough one because it is good to get eyes on it, but you have to keep in mind you have to selectively pick which advice you take. It's your essay in the end because you could talk to, say, two highly qualified teachers who've looked at a ton of um, college essays and they could give you uh, exact opposite advice and they might both be right. So it's up to you to decide, okay, what do I do? Because if you try to please every single person who looks at your paper and take every suggestion, um, that'll drive you nuts. Also, you know, I mean, sometimes your 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 aunts, uh, you know, your well-meaning parents, they really want to help you out, but maybe, you know, they're not really essay writers and some of their advice is just, you know, don't tell them I said this, <laughs> not great. So 
you have to pick and choose who you're going to listen to. Um, some of your friends might look at it and no matter what you've written, they're just going to go, oh my God, that's great. And you kind of want that friend who's going to be a little more ruthless and tell you what works and what doesn't. Again, going back to the personal voice. Mm-hmm. So how can we, how can you balance your voice, but still try to kind of get the question that the colleges want you to answer in your essay? Well, um, it's a matter of however you're crafting the answer to their question. You're just um, um, telling it as you would tell it. Like, uh, I think a really good thing, if you find yourself super stuck, I just don't know how to do the essay, is um, either record yourself talking or I like to use uh, Google's uh, speech to text and just tell the answer, tell the story that you would tell just in your normal voice. Then go back and look at it. And then obviously, you know, you're going to spruce it up a little to put it into essay form. But basically try to capture your own voice in that. Don't, you know, we talked in class about throwing in uh, 87 different words that you think will really impress whoever's reading it. But they're words you don't even ever really use and you're not sure what they mean. Those are going to come out false and and they'll detract from your essays. I'm not saying, uh, you know, you should pepper your essay uh, full of like slang or anything like that, but just tell it in your, your real authentic voice. All right. And I know that a lot of students, um, particularly students who may not consider themselves to be writers, are concerned about this because they feel like they aren't able to really like get their point across. And so how important is the essay in the application process? You know, um, I'm never really sure. I don't think anyone has ever, you know, met zero of the qualifications for a school, but their essay was so great, they took them. So it's definitely a factor in there. I think the biggest thing it can help with is, you know, Coppell, we have a lot of very high achieving students, but if you think about the entire nation, whoever's applying to a college, they're probably going to have the very same qualifications, you know, straight A's in classes, very tough classes, high standardized test scores. The essay is going to be something that's going to kind of uh, add personality to all of that. So maybe you'll stand out from the others. And then if you're worried about, you know, maybe I'm not the greatest writer, you can still get your story out there, even if it's not told, uh, you know, as elegantly with as much style as someone else might tell it. Uh, it can still be very beneficial to you. All right. And what are some of the most common misconceptions that you come across whenever you're teaching the college essay to your students? Um, gosh, there's so many. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of students feel like they have to put their whole resume in the essay, and and I think that really hurts it. You've only got 650 words. You want to really just get to okay. This is me. This is some aspect of my personality, and that might not open it up to talking about how you won, you know, uh, uh, a computer science uh, programming award in ninth grade, and then you were the president of this club in tenth grade. All of that is going to be on your application. It doesn't have to be in your essay. Also, um, some people feel like you know they have to have learned this valuable lesson, and by the end of the essay, like you're some kind of complete changed person. Colleges expect you to be, you know, a work in progress. Um, so maybe you learn a lesson, but you're still learning on that. I have lessons I learned very early and there's still things I struggle with to this day, but you're, you're aware of it and you're working on it. 
Um, it shows some reflection. That's the kind of thing colleges need to see, not that you're just this absolute perfect person already. All right. And then another one that I've definitely heard from my classmates is that like they want to kind of um, exploit their trauma to kind of use it as a um, as something to like draw people in, draw attention into their essays. So like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I would tread lightly because it, it depends on how you use it. If if it kind of comes off as, oh, awful things have happened to me. So take pity on me and take me into your college. That doesn't work. If it feels like you're playing it up a little, like it's kind of fake, that doesn't help. Um, but if it's really a truly authentic part of your story, then certainly you can use it and, and that can be helpful. Like if it's defining to your story, that's always the key thing I say. Like um, I didn't meet my birth father until I was 23. So that might've been something I would put in an essay, but I wouldn't just have these scenes of me crying, oh, everyone's uh, dad came to pick him up, but I don't even know who my dad is. But I might talk about um, ways that affected me, ways that made me see life differently or, or think about things and, and how it shaped me into the person I was. And, um, you know, in other words, it's that old cliche you hear, like, you know, uh, bad things that happen to you don't define you. So don't let that just be the sole focus of the essay. Bad things happen to me, uh, you know, so let me in. Or bad things happen to me, but now I've learned and dealt with all of them. Everything's perfect and I'm ready to go to UT. <laughs> um, and also, like, I know that a lot of people, especially in Capella, are going to be applying to like 15, 20 schools. So, I mean, are you allowed to reuse your essay? Like, what's the standard on that yeah absolutely you can reuse your essay people repurpose them all the time sometimes uh you might have a prompt that's similar to one that you wrote but the word counts different um now the the whole applying to so many colleges thing i you know i don't always know that that's such a great idea i feel like you should really narrow that list down and because you're spending all that time filling out those applications it's just a lot of your time and if there's a college on there you know i'll see some people that apply to harvard and you know they're great students but they probably have a almost zero percent chance of getting into harvard it's why take all that time spend the money for the application do all of that um, if you narrow that list down what some people suggest and it's a lot more work but is that you maybe write different essays for different universities um, now, your average student, you know, Coppell Senior is probably not going to write five different essays for five different colleges. They might not want to do that. That is a thing you can do. And then you would also consider it if maybe you were only applying to five schools. But when you've got so many, absolutely, you're going to have to repurpose and reuse your essay. Um, but where that becomes really daunting is if they have a lot of personal statements you have to write. Because almost every school is going to have a YUT or, or, you know, Y A and M, and you can't reuse those. You're going to have to write a different 250 word one uh, every time for that. It's just a lot of time that maybe, I don't know, you could spend like actually focusing on the classes you're currently taking. <laughs> um, going back to the personal statement, like Y U T, what, what do you think students should write there? Like, should they try to do a little more research on the college that they're trying to go to? What should they do? From what I've gathered, um, they're definitely looking for demonstrated interest. So in other words, is this really a goal? Do you actually want to go to this school? Have you researched it? Do you know what we're about? Um, have you visited? 
Um, or are you applying to 30 schools? We're just a school on a list and you haven't even really thought about if you want to go here or not, you're just submitting. So on 250 words, it's not exactly like an essay. So you don't need a flowery metaphor or anything, but you just want to talk about um, whatever you know about that school, whatever really makes you want to go there. Maybe your uncle went there. Maybe even, you know, you've just visited the town that the college is in and, and you love the town and you would be specific about what you love about the town. Maybe there's a certain program at the school you really want to go to. What do you know about that? Do they have some sort of like rock star famous professor that you would love to study under? Um, does someone you admire, uh, did they go to the school? Things like that will, will help demonstrate that, you know, I really do want to go to this school. So for schools like I know USC, they don't do necessarily like a long essay. They instead ask you kind of like fun facts and questions about yourself. Like what's your favorite candy? What's your favorite movie? So how should students go about answering that since it's only like one or two words? Um, In a perfect world, I would say don't overthink it and just, you know, give your real responses. Here's what I like. But I know, uh, especially a lot of the students that I have, I could see way overthinking that and what does it say about me that I like peanut butter and chocolate? Like, is that bad? Should I say something? Should I say I don't eat candy? I wouldn't overthink those ones. They're really trying to just learn a little bit about what kind of person you are. And, uh, you know, hopefully I don't think they're going to wait, you know, uh, the choice of whether to admit you or not on, you know, candy choices or something. Right. All right. So those are the questions that I had for you, but is there anything else that you would like to share as lasting words for the um, I think the biggest thing I can't stress this enough is is start early save yourself the stress I know it's very hard to do something uh, when the deadline's a month or two months away uh, but the earlier you start the more work you can put into it the better your product's going to be take a look at your uh, you know peers and think about how many of them are just going to do theirs last minute and it's just not no matter what their talent level is just not going to be a great essay. You've started, you know, a month, two months before them guaranteed yours is going to be a better essay because you've put more work into it. So start early, even if you have no idea how to do it. It's like the old saying, you know, the hardest part about working out is putting on your shoes. So if you just start, put yourself in a quiet place, say, I'm just going to sit here for an hour. And even if I only write two words, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to be here for the whole hour. No phone, no computer, nothing at all. And I'm just going to focus on trying to put words down. um, And that will help you get started. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Plugging In. This is Angelina Liu signing off.